standing ovation here. Let's go to our ring announcer. Welcome to the show that brings you all things nostalgia in the world of professional wrestling. It is now time to go beyond the bell. There ain't no grave can hold my body down. There ain't no grave can hold my body down. When I hear that trumpet sound, I'm gonna rise right out of the ground. Ain't no grave can hold my body down. Well, look way down the river. What do you think I see? I see a band of angels And they're coming after me Ain't no grave can hold my body down There ain't no grave can hold my body down Welcome back, old school wrestling fanatics to the show that takes you back in time to rewind and relive all things nostalgia in the world of professional wrestling. This is Beyond the Bell, powered by the SNS Radio Network. And I'm your host, ring announcer, Sean Beckerman. We are in the middle of October. Halloween is upon us. Last year, we took a look back at the greatest moments in Halloween Havoc history to celebrate this haunted holiday. This year will be no different, as we have a three-parter for you to celebrate the Halloween season. Halloween and wrestling, they have such a history together. Our three-part Halloween Havoc series was incomplete last year, as we only got to parts one and two of the history of Halloween Havoc. So therefore, this year, part three, we'll look back at the years 1995 to 1998 in Halloween Havoc history. Scary stars. We look back at the scariest superstars in professional wrestling history. And today's theme will involve the scariest entrance themes in sports entertainment. But first, it's time, wrestling fans, to go behind the mic. Let's go to our ring announcer. The main event. Your winner. By way of knockout, well, rounds of boxing. Schedule for what calls triple threat match. Old school fans, this is where we take you behind the scenes to give you a glimpse, an idea, a perspective of what it is like to be a professional wrestling ring announcer on the independent circuit. We mentioned the Dungeon of Doom previously, and they'll be mentioned in this edition as well. One of the members of the Dungeon of Doom, one of the members of this group, was none other than the Ugandan giant Kamala. Legend from the WWF, Kamala had famous feuds with, of course, The Undertaker being afraid of caskets, had battles with Hulk Hogan. Kamala has a history in professional wrestling. And, of course, since he was a monstrous giant, a monstrous villain, that mysterious look... Of course he would fit for the Dungeon of Doom. I had the opportunity to announce Kamala before he had his health issues and with the amputation and such, so 
I had a rather healthier Kamala at the time when I was able to announce him. It was a tag team matchup. He was teaming with the star, quote-unquote, of the promotion. And it was an experience for the sheer fact that I'm talking to Kamala and I'm actually having a conversation with him. It's like Chris Jericho in his book when he didn't believe when the Russians spoke English or when there was a foreign villain that they spoke English asking for autograph. Please sign autograph. Or the Samoans. Yeah, that's what it was in his book when he said he gave it to one of the wild Samoans. Kind of the same situation where, of course, I knew he spoke English, but just for the fact I'm speaking English, speaking and having a conversation with Kamala. What an experience. So courtesy of ringannouncing.com on YouTube, here is the audio of my opportunity, my honor, to announce the Ugandan giant Kamala to the ring. Old school fans, they can be more memorable than the matches themselves. They get the crowd going, whether with cheers or boos. They signal debuts, returns, and your favorite superstar's arrival on a Monday or Friday night. They are the entrance themes of professional wrestling. Though entrance themes hit their peak, you would say, in the 80s leading into the Attitude Era of the 90s, wrestlers have been coming to the ring to music for upwards of nearly 60 years. Every unique entrance signals the arrival of a particular wrestler. It gives you an idea of what character you're going to see next. Sometimes it's the pyro, sometimes it's the lighting, and sometimes it's a combination of the two. However, the music is always what sticks with the viewers of professional wrestling. There have been so many memorable themes over the years. But tonight, we look back at the songs, the themes that made us frightened that gave us goosebumps. We're going to look back at the themes that stick most in our minds. These are the themes that would strike fear into their opponents. This list will look back at 25 of the most intimidating, scary entrance themes in the history of professional wrestling. So buckle up and get ready for some scary old school music here on Beyond the Bell. Due to time constraints, we'll limit each song to about a minute and 30 seconds so you get an idea, a feel of the song and why it was so scary and why it made the list of the most memorable scary music. We'll also give you some fun facts of each theme and the mark they played in professional wrestling history. So let's kick things off with Invasion, the Bill Goldberg theme. Former WCW and WWE superstar Bill Goldberg was known for his punishing spear and jackhammer maneuvers. But he also had a pretty intimidating theme song to add to his arsenal. Due to copyright issues, the theme song was redone by the WWE when Goldberg arrived. What made this song so special, so unique, was the fact that it added to the mystique of Goldberg. The song playing as the security guards knocked on his door. Goldberg came out, walking to the ring backstage with the security guards. It made it so intimidating, so fearful. The song just oozed mystique and scariness, not just into the opponent, but translated into the audience as well.
the short-lived theme for Karma. A scary theme as that piano note hits, you know you're in for some trouble. We all wish this theme was used a lot more in professional wrestling history, but for the short run it made, it definitely made a mark of one of the scariest themes of all time. A fun fact for this theme is the initial piano chord was used in a theme we'll discuss later on for The Boogeyman. The Big Red Machine Kane, from Out of the Fire to Reign of Fire. Kane has had so many themes over the years, but each one kind of translated from one, from the other. But each one translated from the other. Whether it was a slight different take, a remix, a more eerie, dark take on it, from the slow chemical version to the current version now, which is a mixture of his evil theme mixed with his original theme, out of fire, Kane makes this theme what it is today by the pyro, the explosion, the eerie music that follows makes the theme song very scary overall. When initially he debuted, that initial, the first chords that hit, you knew you were in for something special. To this very day, that eerie beat still leaves a mark on the fan of professional wrestling.
big Van Vader, his WCW theme was very, very eerie. Sure, the Mastodon version in the World Wrestling Federation was scary itself, but to me personally, his WCW version was even scarier. It could be due to the, him wearing that big mask with the long tusk, that elephant-looking mask, that with the horns, the smoke coming out of it. He made you scared. You were frightened. He gave me goosebumps watching him come towards the ring, and the theme added to it. Slow-paced, maniacal, the WCW theme gave you the feeling of something very, very, very special and serious happening. You knew something big was going to happen when the Vader theme came through the speakers. What about Raven? His WCW theme was eerie. Sure, keep them separated. His ECW theme was that hard rock, hardcore style. But his WCW theme made it eerie, a scary tone as you knew you were seeing some troubled individual make his way to the ring. Fun fact, TNA tried to remix this theme in more of a slower tone, but it missed the essence of the original WCW clip.
not just one of the greatest scary themes, one of the greatest themes, one of the greatest themes of all time was Gangrel's blood theme, used to this very day for certain hockey games. The New Jersey Devils use it. Former WWE superstar Gangrel knew how to scare wrestling audiences with his appearance. He also succeeded in doing so by scaring people with his theme song on top of it. This theme was also used for the brew, the combination of Edge, Christian, and Gangrel. When you hear that heavy breathing, you knew you're going to see a bloodbath take place. Fun fact, Blood, the title of this theme song, is derived from Gangrel's vampire-like character. And you knew when this theme was going to hit, a bloodbath was going to occur. The Snake Roberts' second theme, Trust Me. When Jake Roberts turned heel, aligning himself with Papa Shango to go after the Ultimate Warrior, Jake the Snake Roberts tuned into his dark side, an even darker side of the original face. Jake the Snake Roberts, the heel character, relied on the phrase, Trust Me. From the initial intro, with him saying, Trust Me, to that MIDI-sounding theme, it was very creepy, eerie, and Jake Roberts made it work with his promo style and body language as he entered the ring. Trust me, trust me, trust me, trust me, trust me, trust me, trust me. Trust me, 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 trust me
The Man Called Sting, his Crow theme from the late 90s era of WCW. Current TNA superstar Sting was one of the scariest wrestlers in World Championship Wrestling history. The theme song made him even scarier, with that child's voice introducing the Stinger to the ring and made it eerie, and those heavy beats, the heavy drums, made it intense and intensified and made you want to see the Stinger come to the ring. And Sting used this theme for three years while he was wrestling in WCW. character known as Mortis. The theme was Rigor Mortis. This theme sounds like a graveyard remix and was one of the scariest songs used by a wrestler that most people haven't even heard of. Mortis's character, fun fact for you fans, was played by the late WWE star Chris Canyon. Papa Shango's Shango Tango. Papa Shango's character gives most people the creeps, let alone his frightening theme song that was used while he was wrestling in the WWF. 
Fun fact, Papa Shango's character was played by Charles Wright, the same man who was the godfather in the late 90s and early 2000s. a two-parter, the intro original entrance song for Mankind. One of the scariest wrestlers to ever compete in the WWF was Mankind. Mick Foley made this character so special. His theme music was frightening enough to knock you off the edge of your seat. Mankind used two different theme songs, the fun fact here, with this one being the more popular entrance tune. Very simple. Bam Bam yelling out, Bam Bam, in the intro, and then those heavy beats. Very simple but effective. You knew you were going to see a scary man enter the ring. Bam Bam!
lives are going to be in Wailing Mercy's hands. The Wailing Mercy theme was unique because it was simple. As you notice a pattern here, a lot of the themes that are scary are simple. A piano playing, but it was in a creepy sense, and it was made by this very short-lived creepy character. Lives are going to be in Wailing Mercy's hands. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't like wrestlers touching me, and I definitely don't want them crawling on me. And if they do so, <laughs> well, you know, think about it. It's going to be like to have Waylon Mercy control your destiny. Well, you know. For Ming, formerly known as Haku, Ming's tongue and death grip and his terrifying entrance music made him one of the most feared wrestlers to ever step foot in WCW. And you knew when those flutes came a playing that you were going to see a scary dude enter the ring. Dungeon of Doom. Must I say more? The theme of these monsters all yelling in the background with this mysterious music playing, it breathed mysterious and scariness to the audience. And this theme translated very well to the common fan, whether it being in a big arena or at Universal Studios.
the Road Warriors laid the groundwork for Intimidation, and their theme song played a big part in that. Iron Man, one of the most famous songs in professional wrestling history. When you heard that guitar riff, you knew you are in for something special, and their opponents were in for a beating. What a rush. This short-lived theme, due to the short-lived character known as Zeus, was effective as it was scary in a sense, maybe personally for me, because I just replay back to the No Holds Bar clip when he beat up the Hulkster's brother in the movie when they zoomed in on his face and he yells, or should I say states very quietly, Zeus. Mysterio Jr.'s theme in World Championship Wrestling. The theme itself was mysterious and scary to a sense, 
It made Mysterio likable to the fans, as it had a quick pattern of beat to it. But the character of Rey Mysterio wasn't all that scary, but the theme song made it mysterious. I guess it fits the Mysterio name. The clown. This clown freaked me out. The initial circus theme ending with the dark, ominous music that came afterwards made it very effective. The character Doink, played by Matt Bond, was very effective. The initial Doink debut was a good character, but then eventually it made its way into a kid-friendly character that was enjoyed and that which is enjoyed to this very day, as I had the opportunity to announce Doink the Clown to the ring a couple of years ago. But the original incarnation of Doink the Clown was effective, mysterious, dark, creepy clown making his way to the ring, and this theme worked so well. <laughs>
Psycho Sid had one of the scariest entrance themes of all time. From the second that first note blasted through an arena, you knew Psycho Sid was coming to the ring. The Alfred Hitchcock-inspired theme fit the character so well. You had the original Psycho theme mixed in with a modern-day beat, fitting a monster coming down the aisle. Psycho Sid had one of the scariest entrance themes of all time. You cannot deny, when you heard the screeching, you knew you were going to see the master and the ruler of the world. Talk about intimidation. Talk about scary. Demolition were both. Some call them a Road Warrior LOD knockoff, but they laid the groundwork for future tag team wrestling. They were effective. They were different than the Road Warriors, but they were just as scary and intimidating. And this theme for Demolition was just that as well. theme. Very simple. Not much to this theme, but it was scary. This Ugandan giant making his way to the ring. Of course he needed music that made made you scared. Made you fearful to see him 
come to the ring. Maybe he'll attack a fan. The theme fit him well. Just the screaming tribal music, drums playing, wild beats. It fit the Kamala character so well. this theme earlier, the two-parter of the character known as Mankind. His entrance theme was that dark, ominous music that he made so popular. His exit theme, to me, was even more effective. After he won a match typically with the Mandible Claw, Mankind would cower to the corner of the ring, sit Indian style, and rock back and forth as the lighting shined down on him a spotlight in the shape of of a window as Mankind rocked back and forth, back and forth, as his exit theme played, which was different than his entrance theme, which was unique for the time, even to this very day. Typically, you don't see a superstar with exit, with entrance and exit theme music. Typically, it's just entrance music and maybe a cut-off intro of his theme for his exit win or loss. Mankind had two separate themes. The piano playing made it so creepy. It seemed, in a sense, to calm down the monster after becoming victorious. The classical tone to it made it even more creepy, as you thought maybe this was the only way to tame the beast. Mankind's exit theme was just as creepy, if not one of the creepiest themes in wrestling history.
a very underrated theme, the one used for Gene Snitsky. Not one of the most popular superstars, and you could say it's underrated for the sheer fact that it was a very scary theme. This laid, you could say, under the wire or below the surface of well-known themes because no one really liked Gene Snitsky. For the part he played, he was effective in a sense. Not the most talented guy, but he sure was scary. We had different incarnations of Snitsky. The initial one, it wasn't my fault. Remember when he kicked the baby or Lita's baby or the fake Lita's baby, punted the baby outside the ring, it hit, I think, the second or third row. Not a bad punt by Snitsky. I think the Jets could use him to this very day on their special teams. And then Snitsky started to grow that long beard, the Jim Neidhart theme beard. The Anvil would be so proud of a beard grown as Snitsky did. Then as the baldness started to occur for Snitsky, I will not make claim or make any suggestions or make any assumptions of why he started going bald. But the bulkier he got, it seemed the less hair would be produced on top of his head. So as his hair started to recede, so did the character in a sense. And Snitsky, in one way or another, was repackaged to more of this scary character. He was ECW at the time, and he debuted the yellow teeth, those stained yellow teeth. The character was very scary, and it fit his entrance theme, which was redone the initial... Like we said, the initials tone to a theme can make an entrance theme or make or break it and make it so memorable. So, of course, you had this creepy voice going, Snitsky. And then this dramatic music hitting highs and lows made you very fearful for this monster. And he was scary, and it was effective enough for him to be moved over to Raw. Repackage, the Snitsky voice was even more effective, and it will go down as one of the more underrated, scarier themes of all time. Man's theme. Like I mentioned at the top of our show, the intro piano chord was used for Karma's theme. It was taken from the Boogeyman's theme. The character definitely made the music, and I think the music, in a sense, helped shape the character of the Boogeyman. Hand in hand, the two were a perfect pair. 
the creepy music, the boogeyman's laughter made it a perfect combination to scare any fan out of their seats. I'm the boogeyman, and I'm coming to get you. And this last theme, quite arguably, could be the greatest theme, not just scariest, but the greatest theme of all time in the history of professional wrestling. So in spirit of tonight's show, we'll keep the suspense going, fans, and we'll play for you the 25th theme at the end of our program. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Wrestling fans, it's time to thank our sponsors of the Beyond the Bell podcast. Barbershop Window, the brand new official sponsor of Beyond the Bell. They love wrestling and they love t-shirts, so they combine the two in order to fulfill their goal to create shirts that wrestling fans enjoy and will want to own and wouldn't be embarrassed to wear to a bar. New shirts are released every week and all past shirts can be found in the overstock bin. So go to barbershopwindow.com where they make wearing wrestling shirts cool again. Squared Circle Media. Jerome Willen provides audio and written content based on the latest in professional wrestling. Associated with wrestling.com, Ringside Digest, and the Camel Clutch blog, Squared Circle Media is for the true wrestling fan. You can reach them at squaredcirclemedia.net. Ringannouncing.com the official website for the future of ring announcing and beyond the bell host, ring announcer, Sean Beckerman. This is the place where you'll find all the latest news and multimedia related to host, broadcaster, and podcaster, Sean Beckerman. So go to ringannouncing.com now and follow the future of ring announcing. Stitcher Radio is an on-demand internet radio service that focuses on news and information radio and podcasts. It's available on all smartphones via the iTunes App Store and the Android Market. Stitcher, now streaming innovative audio. GoDaddy.com. GoDaddy offers everything you need to make a name for yourself on the web. From domain names and website builders to complete e-commerce solutions. 
with more than 10.4 million customers and over 53 million domain names, GoDaddy is the leader in web development. SNSRadioNetwork.com is the home for all things related to professional wrestling, mixed martial arts, and video gaming. Catch the latest news on all three topics, including the Benchmark Show, Wrestling News Live, Sunday Night Showdown, The Pro Wrestling Rewind, The Elite Force Podcast, Why, and of course, Beyond the Bell with host Sean Beckerman. SNSRadioNetwork.com. If you're not listening, you're not trying. If you're interested in becoming a sponsor of Beyond the Bell, email us at btbwrestling at gmail.com with the header advertising. Join the Beyond the Bell revolution. It's go time! Old school goblins and ghouls, that will wrap up this scary edition of Beyond the Bell. We look back at 25 of the scariest, intimidating themes of all time. I'd like to hear your opinions Follow me on Twitter, at Sean Beckerman. Let me know what your thoughts are. What themes scared you when you were a kid? What themes do you think should have been added to the list? Which ones did I miss? Which ones were picked that you don't agree with? Let me hear your thoughts, fans. At Sean Beckerman. Also, send me an email. Questions, comments, and hate mail. BTBWrestling at gmail.com. I want to hear your thoughts, fans, on what themes scared you the most. Beyond the Bell fans, we have tons more content to be debuting over the next several weeks. The WCW 101 series continues as we look back at the history of World Championship Wrestling. Gimmick Gala. This series features the greatest and worst gimmicks in professional wrestling. Three packaged wrestlers that made certain gimmicks so memorable and some forgettable. Gimmick Gala on Beyond the Bell. The Horseman Files continues celebrating their induction into the 2012 WWE Hall of Fame. We look back in chronological order of the history of the Four Horsemen. Previously known as Epic Encounters, newly named Famous Feuds, this series looks back at the greatest feuds in professional wrestling. We look back at WCCW Milestones, the monumental moments of world-class championship wrestling. The Stone Cold Chronicles. We look back and recap the history of the legendary career of Stone Cold Steve Austin. We take a trip back in time to look back at the greatest managers in professional wrestling. And during Thanksgiving time, we're going to rewind and relive the greatest families in sports entertainment. And in between all these unique and retro-themed shows, we'll have our superstar spotlight as we look back at the legendary careers of certain legends and Hall of Famers in professional wrestling. All this and more on the upcoming weeks here on Beyond the Bell. Let's go for the three count as our 25th theme will be our old school theme of the week. This is a little special edition for you, as we're going to transition the history of this theme throughout this illustrious character in professional wrestling. The Undertaker. Mark Callis made this character so special, and part of it was due to the entrance theme. The theme evolved over the years, but the initial entrance theme with the gong hitting made it so effective. You knew you were in for something unique. The theme may have changed throughout the years, especially when the biker gimmick came, but the initial harmony is legendary to this very day. So we're going to wrap things up with the Graveyard Symphony for The Undertaker. We're going to play his original theme and how it translates to this very day and the current theme for The Undertaker. I'm Sean Beckerman. 
your ring announcer signing off, and I'll see you next week as we celebrate Halloween month here at Beyond the Bell. In the meantime, fans, I'll see you goblins and ghouls at the matches.